Hey guys, welcome to the Code Life Cymru podcast. I'm John Stockley. And I'm John Butler. Today, John and I will be chatting about unplugging from the tsunami that is social media. We will be sharing our thoughts on how we simply put our devices down and tune into the real world. And by real world, we mean the one where there are real people, face-to-face and in 3D, real relationships, and a real you, and a real me. This really isn't about us having all the answers, so I'm pretty sure that we'll be sharing one or two epic failures along the way. So wherever you are, maybe grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back and relax for the next few minutes, and let's talk life together. Hey, John, Simity, Heathy, how are you doing today? Jamar John, Diane Dioch, I'm good, thank you. Ati, how are you? Yeah, Jan Dioch, Heavid, yeah, I'm I'm doing really well too. Um, really, um, really excited about today um, and, and the fact that we're starting this Code Life Cymru podcast uh, with the two of us doing it, talking about the stuff that actually means a lot to us, stuff that we're maybe struggling with a bit and and you know we've we've been thinking through um but also hopefully stuff that the guys out there will be able to enjoy as well yeah for sure uh i'm with you on that i think uh some practical stuff some takeaways and you gotta have a little uh chuckle along the way too haven't you you certainly have yeah 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 so uh talking of talking of talking of chuckling and, and learning as we go um I, I was just thinking john What's your current favourite Welsh phrase or Welsh word that you've learned recently? Yeah, so just to put that into a bit of perspective, I guess for those uh, those guys out there who are listening, both you and I, although we did say beforehand, didn't we? Not together, but we are both <laughs> dusky Cymraeg. We're both learning Welsh. So uh, yeah. my, um, my favourite phrase at the moment came uh, to me when I was watching the last episode of Yaisa Dice on... Uh, S Pedwarek uh, or S4C, um, and it's Sunion Berfaith, uh, which means sounds perfect. I love it because it's it's a bit affirming, isn't it? So somebody offers you something or explains something to you, and you say Sunion Berfaith. Um, that's um, yeah, I think it's a bit affirming. What about you? Sunion Berfaith. Uh, yeah, I like that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for me, yeah, for me, actually, mine came from the same program or the same series, but not the same program. So mine's also come from Yaitha uh on Espedwarek, and it's the Chris Coleman one. And the, the phrase for me at the moment is Kevin Ahroyd, which uh, means back of the net. Kevin Ahroyd. Uh, Kevin Ahroyd. Uh, yeah, you know, being a keen football fan, uh, banging in Absolutely. the ball. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, back of the net, you know. So Fant- fantastic. So so you, I'm, I'm guessing you'd be on the side of, a, of the... Uh, of the football pitch or in the stands, and and that would be the thing that you'd shout out. Yeah, that or goal. But yeah, goal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Goal, Gwish. Brilliant. I think, yeah. Goal, Gwish. Brilliant. Well, uh, the subject today is. Um, that we're chatting is is um, simple unplugging, isn't it? And right. the whole idea of what 
life has become uh, you know i guess over the last 12 months uh, we we've kind of because of covid19 we've been forced online haven't we and done loads of zoom meetings loads of skype uh, loads of uh, microsoft teams now as well i mean there's like so many different options out there google hangouts but uh, google google do they, is that still a thing i yeah, didn't even realize thing. that was still a thing whatsapp video Brilliant. facetime but yeah yeah, I'm with you, man. It's there. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's just so, so much is done, isn't it, digitally? But um, I think I, I'm thinking earlier on. Actually, it's not just the last twelve months, is it? I mean, I've been. I, I'm going to be honest here now. I've been addicted to Facebook, Twitter. I don't get Instagram. I don't really understand Instagram myself. But uh, but I've been addicted to social media far longer than twelve months. I, I don't know yeah. if you have, but. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been around a while, hasn't it? And I think it's grown. Uh, there's many different forms. There's some others. I mean, I get all of those. Instagram, especially, TikTok, um, Snapchat. Probably not into those. Uh, probably don't get those. But you're right. Just the the amount of uh, opportunity, but also the amount of distraction that comes with social media. Definitely well aware, and that's something I'm learning all the time to deal with, should we say, or to uh, yeah, process. <laughs> So one of the things I was told the other day is you can actually determine somebody's age pretty much from which social media app they use more often than not, right? Oh, okay. Here we go. Now, obviously, TikTok is, is like you've got to like, I think you've just got to be out of nappies of you to be involved yeah, in that. Is, that's, that's the, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but um, Facebook, yeah. I think Facebook's like the 40s and 50-year-olds, isn't it? Uh, no, if I'm using it, definitely not. But <laughs> uh, what about yeah. what about Twitter? I mean, Twitter and Facebook—they they feel like they were the originals, don't they? And it's yeah, um, they do. Yeah, so if you're involved in those, yeah, Instagram's definitely newer than those. Obviously, uh, I think it depends on what you're using them for, though, as well as the age of which they're being used by, or the uh, you know the average user might be using them i def i guess facebook definitely feels like it's got a slightly older audience and generation to it now but equally you can't find many companies that don't use facebook as a prime source of advertising customer engagement whatever that might be so i think facebook is probably still the go to for the masses um but yeah i'm with you there are a variety and you can probably predict someone's age or um yeah uh, how I was I always think that uh, Facebook's a bit more polite than uh, than Twitter. I always love uh, Beachy's comment that Twitter's a bit like the like a bar brawl. Yeah, because um, you can say whatever you is. want on Twitter. Yeah, um, I think people think they can say whatever they want on Twitter, and you know maybe that's a whole other conversation for another day um, as to correct use of social media. Um, yeah, uh, that leads to boycotts. So how are you feeling? Right, just just a. Oh out of interest how are you feeling after like you've had you've had the years of being kind of um on social media and then last this last year we've been like thrown into everything is on is is online it's digital and it's like yeah. oh man how do you feel how do you feel how's your brain coping with that at the moment yeah I think I've I've been on a journey of love hate relationships with social media over the over the years, um, and I, I would say even 
down to the individual day can depend on how I'm feeling. I, I do have the apps on my phone. Um, how often I use them, uh, I definitely use them more than I should, but I've done things over the years to try and negate using them as much as possible. Actually, I think it's quite entertaining and slightly interesting that during the, the pandemic and during the lockdown, my wife decided to completely remove... She only had one social media app and account, but she completely removed that during the lockdown just because she was sort of, I guess, fed up of seeing other people's just lockdown updates that weren't like real life updates. I appreciate mm. everyone was going through different stuff, but I totally get that. It's like that. It's almost like uh, it's kind of like, no, 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 you're not with me or we can't be together. So you're like you're making it harder rather than staying connected. And so therefore using things like texts, phone calls and the video calling apps that we've talked about as a better way of staying connected as a more real way of staying connected than social media where you can sort of use filters and wait for that perfect pose uh, and keep the you know the instagram fail moments hidden behind <laughs> hidden behind the camera um yeah and i think i think for me like phones generally can be a massive distraction can't they whether we choose them to be or not they they just seem to take over our lives and uh, we were chatting before not that long ago uh, just a couple of weeks ago we were recording mates live when we were doing an interview with gavin peacock and um you know set aside that evening to do that and then after after we'd finished that still had a, a good sort of hour or so of quality time to be able to sort of sit catch up with with my wife um chat through the day and I sort of sat down on the sofa next to her she was waiting for a program just to finish the last couple of minutes and uh, whilst that was happening, I chose to sort of start scrolling through my phone initially to catch up on any messages I've missed while we were recording that interview. And then very quickly, it's easy just to swipe into Facebook, swipe onto Instagram, start liking stuff, start reading through some comments, have a look at notifications. Sort of before I knew it, sort of 20, 25 minutes have passed. Like my wife, Carly's patiently waiting for sort of me to stop and my attention because she knows that while I've got my phone in my hand she hasn't got my full attention and I'm sort of trying to hold half a conversation with her doing the you know parrot impression repeating back a couple of sentences to pretend I'm listening uh, and it led to one of those uh, how can I put this one of those frank conversations that only a husband and wife can have um, about you know yeah. about proper attention um, and no distractions and yeah that was a bit of a, a wake-up call Again, if you like, for me, it's like, yeah, I'm not actually giving you my full attention here. Uh, this is totally my fault. But I've been sucked in from doing like a couple of minutes of genuine checking messages to me yeah. to then like that easy distraction into, you know, swiping and reading stuff that's not important, especially at that time anyway. What about you, Don't John? be too hard on yourself. I, uh, I I totally get where you're coming from. I, I To be fair... Um, it's a it's a little bit embarrassing at times because I, I I mean I can be sat with my wife we're we're having an evening in and together and and she should be my all my attention and I'm like I find myself just it's like kind of like just turning slightly away and having my phone down by my thigh my thigh yeah and I'm like is you just swiping through and it's like and and then she'll say what are you doing and it's like ridiculously oh nothing yeah. love I can't even be honest about it it's just like it uh, this is just a massive addiction isn't it to yeah, to, to all of us it's a massive um, trouble, isn't it oh it is and and, and i think yeah. one of the things i mean the reason why we're having this conversation is because um i shared with you didn't i uh, a couple of weeks ago that i'm reading a book 
by mm. John Eldridge called Get Your Life Back. It was the subtitle that really grabbed me to this. It's like yeah. everyday practices for a world gone mad. Yeah, yeah. And I realise that my world has gone mad. I mean, yeah. I'm an outward-facing evangelist. I, I love people. I want to see people come to know Jesus. Yeah. And I've always had a little bit of a reputation. I think this is just partly because I'm a bloke that... Um, if the conversation doesn't grab my my interest, my attention, I do drift off after a while. And okay. you can see, and my, my wife just says to me, she says, I, I can look at you and I can just see your eyes glaze over and I know you're no longer present in this conversation. So I've always had a little bit of that. So there's a little bit of personality in this. But I tell you what, um, in recent times, I've realized that my concentration span for conversations yeah. it's just like ridiculously less it's it's like i i can go a couple of minutes and uh, and i think oh, I, I i just missed what you've like what you've just said you know yeah. and I, um I, it's just like literally uh one of the things i've realized is that if you keep on going on to things like facebook and twitter and you see something doesn't interest me i'm gonna flick it on doesn't interest me i'll flick it on yep. it's only a matter of time isn't it before that's going to turn into your relationships and i'm going to have a conversation with you doesn't interest me i'll flick you on yeah and i think that that's i that's what i've seen happening in my life it's embarrassing to admit it but you know it's it, i i think it's there i guess yeah i guess what we're doing without realizing it is is uh conditioning our brains isn't it into like having a short retention span or just trying to do multiple things at the same time um was it? There's a quote, isn't there, about multitasking? Isn't doing a lot of things at the same time? It's doing lots of things badly, um, and that's mm. that thing, isn't it, where you're trying to hold a conversation, you're trying to do your, your Facebook or your Instagram, or you're trying to tweet, and you know you can't you can't do all of those things well um, if you're trying to do them all at the same time. Um, totally, it's a massive it's a massive challenge. It's a it's a battle for our attention. It's a battle for what we're choosing to focus on, isn't it? Yeah, so um, I just want to share with you um, a few verses from Psalm 119. I was reading these um, actually earlier today, yeah. so they're really fresh for me. But it, it just made me think about where our attention needs to be. Um, so, so it's from Psalm 119, and I'm going to start at verse 9. And it says, Young people can live a clean life by obeying your word. I worship you with all my heart. Don't let me walk away from your commands. I treasure your word above all else. It keeps me from sinning against you. I praise you, Lord. Teach me your laws. With my own mouth, I tell others the laws that you have spoken. Obeying your instruction brings ha as much happiness as being rich. I will study your teachings and follow your footsteps. I will take pleasure in your laws and remember your words. And when I was reading it, it just made me think that actually when I spend a lot of time on Facebook or Twitter um, or on um, website news channels or even watching the news on TV, and I take that as my baseline for life, I tell you what, I'm, that makes me so miserable. I mean, literally, I lose, I can feel the hope seeping out of me. But when I treasure the word of God in my heart and I take his perspective on life, then actually I find that 
all those relationships. So what I said earlier about me kind of just having conversations and think you're not interested in me, I flick you on and move on to the next thing. That all starts to come back into sync and I realize I actually do love talking to you. I, I am really interested in what you've got to say. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you experience that kind of contrast between the two. Yeah, yeah. just from those verses you, you read, I love where it talks about um, I treasure your word above all else. Um, you know, it could say mm. I prioritize or it's it's important to me, but treasure is like that thing that has like ultimate value, doesn't it? It has ultimate worth and understanding actually that, that God's word is, is definitely far more valuable um, than what Facebook might say or what the latest news updates might say or or whatever's happening in the world. But and actually, you know, it's it's God's word and our relationship with him is kind of like the the measure, if you like, by everything else comes into its own it's, it's the measure and the lens if you like through through which we look at everything else and actually god values us but god values people and so yes it's being present in those moments with people rather than choosing to be distracted and, and disconnected really from real life to what's in your hand and on your screen it's interesting i'm actually experiencing now um a number of people coming to me and saying where I have been saying like, oh, should we meet up? Do you want a Zoom call? Like ministry stuff or work stuff. And they're saying, no, actually, I don't want to do Zoom now. I want to, can we talk on the phone? Or if you're close enough, can we meet up and can we have a cup of coffee together? And it's interesting that yeah. um, that we've reached that point now where I think we, we've reached saturation really with this. And um, And so what we're looking at now is, how do we how do we navigate in in much more personal ways how do we how do we navigate away from all the digital stuff because um uh, yeah i mean it's like literally as we say you know you know if you read god's word you you understand where you fit in you understand what your purpose is all of it makes sense if you just focus on facebook and twitter and stuff like that you you kind of get into this kind of almost like envy of other people are doing more than you're doing or they're having more of an interest in life than you're having we're all reaching that point where it's just saying actually i've had enough of this now i just want can we can we just do life real life again in 3d and yeah it's um 3d uh it's 3d i think 3d with celebration well sorry say that again in 3d with smell-o-vision as well you can't smell you know, a vision. The, yeah. the fragrances as well. It's well, involving all of your senses, isn't it? That's again, that's that's what real life is, isn't it? It's those real moments where actually you're all in, yeah. all involved, all connected. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So here's the thing, right? If we are, if we are both now, uh, and and loads of other people that we know, we're all saying the same thing, aren't we? We've had enough yeah. of this. It's interesting as well. Just. Uh, um, uh, one of the things that's always been a bit of a pet hate of mine, this is just a bit of an aside, but, uh, you know, I go on to Amazon and I look at something that I, I want to buy. And I may not, I, I don't even buy it, right? But I come off it and I go onto, onto the Facebook app. Suddenly yeah. I'm seeing loads of, um, loads of adverts for the very thing that I've been looking at in in Amazon so this isn't just an addiction this is the fact that that my whole life and my mind is being manipulated if you like by by media and this week as we're recording this um, Apple have brought out in their latest iOS release um, 
the facility so that we can switch that off actually okay. and we yeah. don't need we don't need to be manipulated um by companies out there like amazon and stuff like that and um it's interesting listening to mark zuckerberg of uh, facebook saying that this is yeah. like going against the the human rights of, of these companies because they're going to suffer now because they, you're not going to get any you know uh, then, then they're not going to get the business anymore yeah. because we're not being manipulated um, anymore. Um, guys, we just want to say this isn't just about the fact that this is like two grumpy middle-aged men who have had enough of social media. That um, so, All right, one grumpy middle-aged man and one slightly younger. Um, yeah. But uh, this is more, this is about real issues here as well, yeah. that we are being manipulated and our brains are being completely rewired yes. um, there's a guy out there called Nicholas Carr he's he's quoted by uh, John Eldridge in, um, in in the book called getting your life back and actually in there he he talks about the fact that um, that uh, our, our digital life or, or the way we engage with digital um, media is affecting the way we think and our ability to think deeply and he says this it's not only deep thinking that requires a calm attentive mind but it's also empathy and compassion and so what he's saying on he goes into later on and says yeah. actually we are uh, we are re we react to the information that comes at us and so if we're constantly barraged by social media it affects our ability to empathize with others and to show compassion like this isn't just you and me having this chat about like the manipulative power of of social media or big tech companies but actually this is about us being aware of like you just said with that quote of the effect it has consciously or, or subconsciously on our minds on our ability to stay attentive and focused and then how that plays out in terms of compassion and kindness and, and presence and, and so that's that's the angle we're looking at this from isn't it john so that mm. you and i can be the best versions of ourselves we we can possibly be uh, created by god in his image but also to be uh, present with those he's put around us in our lives again to be the best version of us to demonstrate compassion and kindness and just being aware of the things that are trying to alter us and change us not for the good not for the right not for the the purest of reasons and also how uh, we can yeah come up with some solutions to to change and uh, you know deal with these challenges of connectivity in terms of social media and the distractions of our of our devices Okay, John, um, so I, I just want to share with you a list of things, practical things that um, I, I, I've been reading over the last couple of days that we can do yeah. to, um, to, get, to get our life back. Yeah, yeah. If you, if, for want of a better phrase. Go on then, go on then John. Um, hit, me with your, hit me with your list. This, this list is amazing, right? Turn off the notifications on our phones. So... Yeah. You don't. I love the next sentence that's, that's after this one. You don't need to know when your aunt posted another picture of her dog on Facebook. That's a fair point, isn't it? It is. Um, yeah, yeah. I get where he's coming from. And that's from. the kind. That's the kind of thing. It is the kind of thing that I'm sat with my wife, supposed to give her my undivided attention, and I'm looking at Fifi 
on Facebook. <laughs> the, the, my auntie's dog. I, yeah. I just want to say that. It's Fifi yeah. the dog, not... Um, fast from social media is is the uh is the next one just try cutting your use by 50 percent for for one week and see what that does for you interesting um turn off your phone at 8 p.m in the evening um and give yourself some some evening time for real things before you go to bed uh don't check your phone as soon as you wake up in the morning when your phone chirps or vibrates, don't react to it straight away. Yeah. And do real things. Chop vegetables, play cards, do a puzzle, go for a walk, learn an instrument. Yeah. Just some of the things you can do. Okay. Uh, but let's make it a little bit more personal. What are yeah. the things that you're doing? Where's yeah. your focus right now? Okay, yeah. So the, the notifications one, that's that's a quick and easy one. Uh, that's something I, I did ages ago um and initially made a real difference um i still got them turned off now on all my personal social media accounts um bar one on twitter just to keep up with certain football scores for aberystwyth town um but in terms of like i don't get facebook notifications so to know what's happening on facebook i have to go into the app on my phone for a while i didn't even have the app on my phone uh, i put it back on for various reasons um but yeah having the notifications off definitely helped um, but then it's just about controlling how often you go in. Um, and so I guess that kind of comes onto that fasting concept, that taking a break from. Uh, last week I was listening to uh, another good podcast, and I say another good because obviously this one's good. Um, and uh, <laughs> on that podcast, uh, Justin Dowds, who's the CEO of Compassion UK, was just talking about, um, yeah, just some personal experiences. And he was sharing how every week he has in his diary a digital free day. So that's a day without emails, without social media, without screens and, and work. And it's a kind of an agenda free day he uses to plan and to dream and to have vision and to journal things. Now, as I was listening, I was like, wow, that's amazing. What a great idea. And then like the cynical part of my brain started to think, well, he's a CEO of a massive company like that. That's great for him that he can plan that in and get that organized and have that diary time blocked out. Like not all of us are the a CEO of a company. Many of us have jobs where we work for other organizations. Um, but then I was like, actually, you know what? I mean, you know what? But I am like kind of the CEO of my own time, as in like my own free time. I am in control of that. And so perhaps whilst it may not be necessarily a whole day, maybe there are moments where I can block out a half day, to not just yeah take a break from social media but to actually yeah turn, turn my phone off not check emails like that's the other thing again i don't get email notifications on my phone but that doesn't stop me from going into the app and clicking or swiping for refresh so actually yeah i was challenged by that and that's something i'm going to try and i'm trying to incorporate is taking blocks of time or, or days and blocks of days to have like digital free zones digital free times that's that's one that that hits me straight away what about you john what's one of yours well, yeah, so um, one one I'm going to do, which I haven't yeah. done, is the notifications, because I think that's just such an easy win, isn't it? Just not have your phone dinging every five yeah. minutes. I, I mean, I, I put my phone on silent at key moments, but I think actually a discipline of, of turning the notifications off completely would be a good thing to do. Yeah. Um, the um, the one that I'm really guilty of and, and, I, and I need to work on uh, is checking my phone the minute i wake up in the morning now i i tend to use my phone as an alarm clock in the first yeah, place yeah. so me too it's like yeah so you you pick your phone up and then suddenly you're not just turning your alarm off you're looking at facebook you're looking at whatsapp you're looking at i mean there's so many apps now 
different ways in which people contact you or different ways in which you get information it's like it's a half an hour job just to go through all the apps so it's like literally not start my day every day with that thing that's sitting on the edge of my bed um you know convincing myself that my wife is still coming around so she's not up for a conversation right now i may as well use the time productively and yeah. go through all of my social media apps yeah yeah that's more productive uh... of you <laughs> but i think that's an honest one I th- and i think just just on that like we could say couldn't we oh well oh and i know people that have like policies of like, no screens in the bedroom or don't take their phone up to their bed but like but like you just said i totally use mine as an alarm mm. clock like without that that would be lost but but one step further could be like is as I've tried it a couple of times, is putting my phone onto aeroplane mode mm. so that it's in my bedroom and I've got the alarm clock and it wakes me up in the morning, but none of those notifications, none of those messages are there because my phone's not connected to, to the internet. So I'm not getting those through. So leaving it on aeroplane mode until whatever time I'm ready to turn it on. It's not successful every day, but that's maybe just another tip yeah, that, yeah. that we could try and you know no, encourage each other to, to make use totally. of. Totally. And, and the other thing that I, I am doing now, and I have been doing it a lot more recently, is do real things. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a little yeah. bit easier now because uh, there's more that we can do, even with meeting up with people. So, mm-hmm. you know, just choosing to meet up with somebody, even over having a phone call with them now, or, you know, if you can do it, do that. But also... Um, I'm doing a lot because I'm traveling less now I'm doing a lot more cooking and so I'm really getting my creative vibes uh, going in the kitchen and I'll have a bit of music nice calm music in the background Uh, I was saying to you earlier that uh, the other day I was cooking a paella whilst listening to Smooth by Santana if you ever listen to that it's impossible not to dance I mean it was a complete uh, 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 I don't know um, Mardi Gras in my kitchen while I'm cooking pa- paella and, and can you have an egg moment with a frying pan? Oh, I tell you what, it was it was, it was the works, but but just um, just actually feel it's like picking up um, vegetables, mm-hmm. chopping them, doing all of that sort of stuff. It just grounds you in the real, doesn't yeah. it? And one last thing that I do yeah. now, I really at one point I really bought into Kindle on a massive scale. I tell you what, I love picking up a real yeah. book now, smelling the pages and just you know it's tactile yeah. all of that stuff so that guys there are so many different ways that we can we can mm-hmm. just get control back really with d- the digital and i i don't know about you john as we draw this to a close but yeah i tell you what the last 12 months on zoom uh we, we named them all earlier don't need to name them all again but just not being able to meet up face to face with people my heart is longing now uh, both from a missional perspective and from a relational perspective, just to be with people and just to to have real life again and, and, and just to sit good coffee, sitting on a park bench if you have to, but actually just being with people and, yeah. and feeling life. So I'm really up for this. And I know that it's it. my, my brain has been rewired for over years of relying on digital stuff. But maybe now is a time where we get our lives back and we just say, okay, we're going to do the real stuff again. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. I think um, it's about being being present, isn't it? Mm. It's about being present with real people in real moments. Mm. Um, yeah. And a couple of weeks ago, I saw an, an advert on the telly, uh, as I shared with you before, actually. Uh, it's a Sky Sports advert for the new Formula One season and the Sky Sports F1 channel. 
And obviously it's encouraging you to, to buy and subscribe to the channel. But I love the slogan of the, the advert. That The slogan was, it's only live once. Mm. It's only live once. And obviously the idea being that the race is only live once. You can... You can you could watch the highlights on a on a free to air channel I guess is what it's implying but actually you've missed the moment you've missed the real live event and it just got me thinking man that's that's kind of inspiring in some ways that was in, you know inspired me to to think from actually I want to be present in the moment I don't want to be living off the the highlights of social media feeds or the lowlights maybe or, or living off you know reflections of moments I've missed but actually I don't want to be distracted I want to be disconnected from my screen and reconnect in the moment because those moments of life with those around us that they're only live once they're one-time events one-time things so that that's for me that's my big takeaway at the moment is i want to be live and enjoying those moments that are only live once well guys that's it for this month we hope that you've enjoyed listening to the Code Life Cymru podcast. If you want to get behind CVM Cymru and enjoy more of the resources that we're releasing, you go across to youtube.com and search for CVM Cymru. Subscribe to our channel. The more subscribers we get, the more we can do. And if you want to support us financially, please visit cvm.org.uk forward slash donate. We really do value all the support that you give us. Jochen Vaud, thank you.